Well, hello everyone. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for joining me at GG in the 561, my podcast today. A little bit dreary here in January, South Florida. So flows a little drippy with rain, a little bit cloudy. We've we've had some gloomy days, but it it's that way in January, so that's okay. Sun will pop in and out. But here we are. We're almost to the middle of January, which is I feel like we just had Thanksgiving. It's so crazy. Um, I do have several things to talk about today, but um, if you have been listening to my podcast, you know I have started traveling, as it were, in Travel Bistro. My podcast I started during the pandemic when we could not travel, so I launched that podcast, Travel Bistro, and I have started um back again uh, with Travel Bistro. So I will be talking about something very cool on that uh, in the next few days. It has to do with the Verve Clicquot, which is my favorite champagne. If you know me, you know that. We have been to the home office of Verve Clicquot in France uh, back in August. We were there. But they're doing something very fun. It has to do with travel and champagne. So um, I will leave it at that for uh, Travel Bistro. So uh, I will encourage you to, to visit me there. You don't have to love travel. You don't even have to travel to enjoy that podcast because it will be about all sorts of things having to do with living life in the world and what I'm doing just in a little bit different way than what I do with Gigi and the 561. So, keep an open mind. One thing, though, I that is a little bit travel-related has to do with Alaska Airlines when it was going, uh, I believe, from Portland to California, from Oregon to California, and the door blew off, and no one was hurt. No, not really. Uh, no one died. No one blew out the, <laughs> the door when the cabin began. They were at 16,000 feet. Thankfully, uh, and I say that because I'm not sure what would have happened had they been higher. I haven't read one single thing about that. But the the, the door flew off, and and they were able to land, and, and everything's fine. The problem, though, is that particular airplane. Now, this is not good news if you fly a lot. Uh, the This defective door plug um, that forced the emergency landing that flew off. This plane is a Boeing plane. It's a 737 MAX, M-A-X. It has actually been under public real scrutiny uh, for several years. They have had, they've actually had, and I hate to mention this word, but they have had crashes. And yet, the the uh, they continue to fly. So they were just lucky in this particular case. Very, very lucky. Um, it it uh, took off from Portland uh, International Airport um, on the way to Ontario, California. It had 171 passengers and six crew. And all of this happened pretty quickly. They get up there to 16,000 square feet pretty fast because they're going very fast. And a, a hole opened up next to seat 26A. <laughs> Can you imagine being that passenger? But here's the thing. I have this love-hate 
with my phone. I have love hate with Apple. I love <laughs> love having the Apple iTunes because of the music you can have at your at your ears at any time. I love all of that, but I have had a love-hate with my iPhone through the years. I didn't even want one back in the day when they very, very, very first came out. I said, no, no, I'm good. I'm good with the phone I have. I wasn't. Once I I sort of had to get the iPhone for for, uh, purposes um, that I needed it. I needed the the kind of capability that came even with the earliest iPhone. But here's the funniest thing. You may have read this already. It's it's incredible. Uh, my phone is encased. It it has a, a really nice case on it. Uh, it has a martini glass on the back. That's very very cool. If you're familiar with Kate Spade, go to her site and you'll see these phone covers, iPhone covers with the martini glass on them. They're very cool. You can get them other places too, but Kate Spade's where I'm very first saw it. But. I, I'm so protective of my phone because I have ruined phones. I have dropped an iPhone in water to the point it could not be resuscitated in rice or anything else. I have uh, dropped a phone, caused it to break beyond repair. So I have learned the hard way through all these years of, of having an iPhone. Be very careful with the phone. Uh, we took a, an iPhone photography class recently. Uh, on a trip we were on, and one of the instructors, the instructor's wife, actually, she was a help helpmate. She said, do not put your phone in your pocket, in your back pocket, any of you ever. That's a re- recipe for disaster. These two iPhones, though, were recovered after falling 16,000 feet from an airplane to the ground. One of the phones, these had been turned over to TSA, but one of the phones was still working. It 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 was fine. It was unharmed in any way. It was just on the side of the road. Some guy found it and he, he alerted the TSA and he turned it in. But it wasn't broken in any way. It even still had a a piece of the you know when you you uh, are traveling well when you're at home too and you have these charger cords that are attached to to two ends the phone and. Uh, the, the charger, it still had a, a piece of that plugged in and it was still working. Now, my phone, if I'm not on it, it shuts it shuts, shuts down to the point I have to re-enter a password after five minutes. Uh, and I like that. Uh, the, my iPad's the same way. Um, but this guy, whoever owned this phone, uh, did not have that kind of security measure and the phone was still alive and and kicking and he said the the thing that was on the screen ironically enough was the his he his or her um luggage claim the the ticket you know you take a picture of your ticket so you don't (laughs) you don't have to keep up with those little pieces of paper to get your luggage uh but these phones these phones fell 16,000 feet and they still worked. Unbelievable. So they're, they're, that should be an ad. If I were a marketing person for, for uh, iPhones, I would be all over that. I would be on our phone and throw it out of an airplane and it will still work. You can still use it. <laughs> we had a most amazing dinner last night. Uh, at uh, there's two locations 
I think the first location of Sushi Babu was in New York. That's what we've been told. And they have two locations in the Palm Beaches. One is in West Palm. We've eaten at that one. And the newest one has been open about a month, I think, is actually in Palm Beach Gardens in the PGA Resort. And it was magnificent. I have to tell you, I had given up. I, I truly had given up on eating sushi. I was an early on person to eat sushi because I love fish. I've been around fish my whole life. My dad loved to fish. Gary loves to fish, my mate. But I, I and Gary's never really been that much of a fan, but I always have been. Well, um, what happens over time with any kind of food, no matter if it's Mexican food, Italian food, whatever, it all depends on the quality of the food, the the where they get the, the food, how they prepare the food, how they present it. And through the years, I think some sushi places got sloppy with their presentation, with the kind of fish they were using. It's sort of like they say about scallops. You may or you may not really get scallops, or they may be fish punched out of the, the uh, arm of another kind of fish like a dolphin or something. It may, maybe it is, maybe it isn't really scallops. You don't really know. You you never know when you're ordering fish. It's sort of like ordering any kind of, of uh, libation. If they don't open a bottle and pour it in front of you, a, a fresh bottle, you don't know if you're really getting the real whatever you're ordering. In my case, it's champagne. If I don't see them open it, will I get... Now, there is a taste difference, true enough, but it's dicey. Maybe you are, maybe you're not getting what you ordered. Same thing with fish. So I think through the years, um, it became... I think perhaps Americanized in one way, and by that I mean the the fish portions, the pieces began to get way too big. You're supposed to, as the chef said last night, while we and and it was perfection. Uh, let me just back up and say, I my faith is restored in sushi uh, after going there last night. He's like, you have to be able to put the whole piece in your mouth at once because. That's the way it's designed. Whatever they are wrapping the fish around, topping it, whatever, you must be able to put that in, excuse me, all at once for the flavor and for the enjoyment of the particular whatever you're having. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But through the years, the pieces have gotten huge and there is no way on earth a normal sized person is able to do that in one pop. It, there, it just isn't without it being incredibly mm, unattractive for you <laughs> in many ways. So at Sushi Bamboo, they, they cut the fish. There were two chefs, uh, a, a man and a woman. And they presented everything with such ease and grace of 
it was relaxing. The whole atmosphere, it's kind of, it's small, it's intimate. They have two seatings, one at five, one at seven. You can do the, uh, where you have a 12 course or a, a large one. 12 is, is plenty for us. But they did everything so beautifully. They interacted with you. They were engaging with you, but it wasn't over the top. It wasn't where you couldn't you couldn't think you couldn't really appreciate the experience. It was truly it was perfection, and the music was great too, because they did not have traditional music like you typically have in a sushi place. They were playing everything from techno to journey, but but softly. It wasn't overly loud, but the whole vibe was was so perfect. And I think when you find that anymore, it's a nice, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice experience when you really don't want to leave. We, we had to, we had another commitment, so we had to, we had to, we had to bolt. Although um, the, the seatings kind of prompt you to get up and leave, you kind of have to. But you really, you like the vibe so much and they have wonderful signature cocktails of a small bar. Everything is done beautifully, very, very tasteful. And if you like sushi and you live in this area, try this newest one, the PGA Resort. If you don't live in this area, look them up because they have, I think, over 20. Uh, it's what we were quoted last night. So don't quote me because I haven't, I haven't, uh, checked back on that I had fun talking to their to their marketing person as well she was absolutely delightful she was on hand in the beginning their manager was great but what happened was we're talking about the podcast this podcast and I love it when someone really gets it I, I truly do and Gary told her that I was a podcaster and I'd been podcasting for about six years and she's like oh you were early you were early in when people didn't know. And I said, that is so true because I had to tell people what a podcast was six years ago. I had to say, it's like the radio, it's audio. Some some have video. For me, I think the beauty of a podcast is you don't have to look at anyone's face. You just sit there and you listen and you don't have to be distracted by too much going on. And sometimes I think that's what we're dealt with. We're we're inundated, I think, sometimes in our world. We live a very fast-paced life. Gary and I certainly do. But I, I think just like in the restaurant, when the music set the tone, the music made you feel a certain way. It made me feel a certain way. Um, Maybe not everyone felt that way about the music. I captured a few with Shazam. So, because I've added three songs from our dinner last night to my playlist, I am going to do a podcast about music, about my playlist. Uh, let me hear from you. If you want to talk about music, you can come on and talk about it with me. Talk about your playlist. What do you like? I think people pigeonhole you about music by age. Um, it's sort of like, I sort of wish people wouldn't do certain things where they pigeonhole other people. 
in a variety of ways. It's very unwise to do that. But if you have headphones on, like I do, I do when we travel, I do outside here where we live, people will, even though you have headphones on and mine are pretty heavy duty, they will still talk to you. And they will try to guess what you're listening to. And if I were to turn, my my playlist literally has thousands. And before I come out, back and talk about all of that, I will get the exact number, but multiple thousands of songs. And I have everything in there that you can possibly imagine. So to try to guess at any given time what I'm listening to based on how I look Mm, you're never going to be right. <laughs> you're never going to be right. I thank you so much for joining me here. Um, Gary has written about Sushi Babu. I hope you'll go to North Palm Beach Life and read what he wrote. There are great pictures, so be sure and don't miss the, the photos because they're really, really good. And it shows the beautiful, delicately sliced, correct proportioned sushi that absolutely melted melted in the mouth. It was so perfectly done. So beautifully done. So NorthPalmBeachLife.com has that. I'm not sure if he has it on Splash Magazine Worldwide, but I know he will have it on NorthPalmBeachLife.com pretty soon. So be sure and don't miss that. Don't miss my other podcast, Travel Bistro. Just listen in because I promise you, you do not have to be a traveler. You do not have to care about travel at all. Just sit back and listen. I mean, hey, what watch uh you know your soap opera turn it off <laughs> whatever see there i go making an assumption um but i do hope you will i'm very proud of travel by bistro and i will be adding to that uh, quite frequently i do want to leave you with this after i i hope that you will go and see us on our youtube channel northpalmbeachlife.com I want to leave you with this. I always leave you with something. This is really, really short, my little inspirational thing today. So I'm going to say it, and then I want you to really think about it, what it really means, because this is something I was sort of raised on. Oh, I was raised on it. Okay, here it is. Very simple, just a few words. Well done is better than well said. Think about that. Think about that. These podcasts always rest on northpalmbeachlife.com. 20 platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. I am out there with Travel Bistro and Gigi in the 561. I know you're out there. I do. You're visiting us. You're checking out my books on Amazon. You're checking Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, but it's pronounced Gary on northpalmbeachlife.com, Splash Magazine Worldwide, and All Things Cruise. Lots of writing, lots of talking going on in our world. So thank you so much for being here. I'm Pam Barker, Gigi in the 561. Stay with me.